You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. This is Emily Long, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 49. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM ask CRM professionals nine simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, we're here on Profiles, and here's the first question. What is your name, and who do you work for? My name is Emily Long, and I work seasonally for Alpine Archaeological Consultants as an assistant crew chief. Off-season, I'm a substitute teacher, blogger, and now podcaster. So my days can uh, uh, vary wildly. Um, For example, I uh, wrangled uh, kindergartners for the last couple days. So, yeah. (laughs) Nice. And and on this podcast, just to jump in, we don't uh, we don't typically put an ad in this one because it's so short, but um, Mm -hmm. we will put out a plug for the new Trial Tales podcast. So go check that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best ever, isn't it? It really is. It really is. No, it's actually really good. It's it's well put together, and, and I commend you on it, so it's good. Um, all right. So the second question, uh, what's the highest degree you've earned? A master's in anthropology from Northern Arizona University. Nice. Okay. And how long have you been working in CRM? Um, so I was kind of wondering about that. So is it like <laughs> having a job in CRM or like when you went on your first field school? I would say a job. How long have you been full-time employed where CRM was your your primary source of income? Okay, about seven years. Okay. Where have you worked? Like, what states have you worked in? Oh, all over the place. But I've worked primarily in the Southwest, um, in New Mexico, Arizona, and then um, I made a jump over to California for two years. Nice, nice. Those are all Those are all difficult places to get into without regional experience, so it's good that you've got that. Oh, so much fun. I absolutely yeah. loved it. I was working for the Forest Service and the Park Service, so it was pretty nice. great. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, you kind of mentioned this already, but what is the position you usually have in CRM, like on CRM projects, and what is the highest position you've ever held? Um, so it, I guess it, it always depends where I was working. Um, like for the uh, National Forest, I usually worked with one other person, and I tended to be um, the crew chief, but... You, crew chief with one person (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and then with the park service i was a crew onto myself so you could say i've had a very high position i've had a i've been a crew chief i've been the principal investigator nice (laughs) because the crew consisted of me (laughs) awesome um, for uh while working for alpine um the highest position has been an assistant crew chief Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm curious, what does an assistant crew chief do at Alpine? Because it's not a position you hear about very often. Um, it's kind of uh, trying to keep everything organized, um, the paperwork, um, checking in the artifacts, making sure our artifact bags are all labeled. Um, usually you do all the uh, GPS navigation. So mm-hmm. a lot of work with the Tremble, being the one kind of navigating everybody as we're surveying or um, doing a lot of the recording and an excavation um, on the Tremble. And then um, I've done, like, if we if there's a new crew member, being the person like, this is how you excavate a feature. This is okay. how you do this. Um, so kind of a little bit of teaching. It's a lot of all those, like, uh, extra things so that the, the crew chief can really focus on the project itself. Mm-hmm. And so it's all the the little things that can really add up that that's what the assistant does. 
So it sounds like our crew chief at Alpine is um, what I would know at other companies is probably a field director. And it sounds like as an assistant crew chief, you'd be a crew chief in some other places, but it just, uh, every company calls them different things. So, but sure. I think that's what, that's what it sounds like it equates to. Um, okay. What is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And that can be personal or professional. Hmm. Um, I guess uh, just professionally, um, the best part of all of it, the best things, have been uh, the variety of places and then the types of archaeology I've been able to study. Um, because there's really, I probably, honestly, probably wouldn't go to Wyoming to go look at archaeology just <laughs> on the drop of a hat and be like, I'm going to Wyoming. But I've gotten to see some really cool stuff because of my job and mm -hmm. um, go to so many different parts of the world in general just because of CRM archaeology. Uh, like when I when I worked for um, Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, I got to survey parts of the Pacific Crest Trail. I would nice. probably would have never done that by myself ever, but I got to, and I did it on my own and I got to do huge corridors. I went over mountains and on my own, I would have been like, no, I can't do that by myself. But since it was for a job, I could do it. Um, the other thing I love about, um, and, and the fact that it's the best thing apart about being a CRM archaeologist is the variety of hats I've been able to wear and, um, from working uh, in a laboratory, um, curating artifacts, to being a uh, a read archaeologist, a, a red a red carded archaeologist on a fire line, um, protecting sites from wildfire. So I mean, going in that full spectrum of things, writing reports to being out on a fire line. I just I love that factor where you can do so many different things in the profession because I think so many people think there's only one way, like one type of thing that we do, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I love that fact. And uh, that's the best thing for me, I guess. It's like, I never expected <laughs> to be doing so many different types of things. Yeah, right. That's, it. that's really interesting. I'd say you've done a lot of different, uh, different unique things. We actually did an episode on the CRM archaeology Archaeology podcast on fire archaeology. And it's just it's a, insane. It yeah. is rough out there. Oh man, it really is. All right. What is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM archaeologist better? Um, so for CRM in both um, in federal agencies and in companies, I think the thing that really needs to change, and I know this is it, this has changed a lot over the last uh, ten years or so, but I think work needs to be more consistent mm -hmm. throughout the year. There are so many people that are in the same boat as I am, where you have consistent work during the season and then the off season, what are you going to do? And I think that that's a, a hard way to live. And I think, um, the work itself would be better. Um, if there's more time, uh, to not only get it done, but to have people really be able to be invested in the work. Um, cause you know, you'll be with it longer. Um, you'll be there from start to finish as opposed to perhaps just a few months. Right. So yeah, so I love my job. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not the you're not the first one to say that for sure, um, and I think that's one of the biggest problems we do have, and mm -hmm. and uh, I'm not sure there's an easy solution to that, but it's something that probably has a, a multitude of solutions in different areas, um, mm -hmm. and depending on who you work for as well, and and how they can how they can do things. Plus, we have way too many CRM firms, which is also part of the problem. Mm -hmm. So I never, never thought of that. 
Huh. Yeah, there's a competition for jobs. So That's when there's true. not enough to go around, you know. And then, of um, course, I mean, so many of the federal agencies just aren't getting the funding that they need right. to really get a lot done. Exactly. All right. Next question. What is your career goal in CRM? Um, I mean, my primary goal uh, is to be able to keep doing what I'm doing <laughs> mentally, financially, and physically. Mm-hmm. Who knows when my knees are just going to like fall off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's my major career goal is just being able to keep doing what I'm doing. But um, I guess the, the primary thing is just having um, the stability to be doing what I, I'd love God, I love my job and I, I would love to be able to do it year round and in a more uh, stable context because yeah. um, I, I, I think it's so much fun to do the surveying. I love doing data recovery, but it'd be great. Like I said, with the, the consistency, you know, being able to do it from start to finish, plan the project, do the project and write it up. That's my goal. Being able to be part of that whole process. Nice. Nice. I like it. All right. If you could give an undergrad thinking about CRM one piece of advice, what would it be? Hmm. Know what you're getting into. Um, <laughs> if you if you love tromping around, recording sites, digging shovel tests, um, doing mounds of paperwork, and uh, just getting to see so many different things and being outside, and but also a, a lovely portion of being inside too, so you get a little recovery time. <laughs> That they will love CRM, so um, so they need to talk to other CR- like other archaeologists, work for a company during the summer, and figure out if that's the path they want to take. All right, so that's it for the formal questions. Where can people go on the web to find out more about what you're doing? They can check out the uh, Facebook page for my podcast, Trout Tales: Story from the Field. Uh, and they can also check out my blog on Tumblr. It's called The Shirred Nerd Collective. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. This show is produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.